Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Lights is bright. Giggity. Oh, they're so bright. The gab is bright. Gorge. Oh, it's so bright. The gab is bright. Giggity. Oh, it's so bright. The gab is here. Gorge. Yeah, the gab is here for y'all. The gab is here. Giggity. Yeah, the gab is here for y'all. Jesus Christ. What's good with y'all out there? This is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You got damn right. Giving yourself a round of applause, people. Now, if they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful, into the in-betweeners. Oh, God. Wow. In-betweeners there. In-betweeners there. In-betweeners everywhere. Damn. <sighs> For my tubers, though. YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art of channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. I mean, y'all know what to do. Some of y'all out there, you feel me? Hey, for my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT. And bam, I pop right up. Also, I forgot to give y'all my name. I'm Kamal. Lovely or hated hosts. The Black Seinfeld. Also Magic X. You feel me? Oh yeah. Last but not least, I appreciate my sponsor. You see I'm rocking the gear, you feel me? Go check it out. Fire ass garments. Guarantee a bushel sex appeal about 31%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass, okay? Oh, yeah, and I appreciate my Reddit tears, my real family and social media family, you feel me? I appreciate all y'all. All right, let's let's hop right into the topic today. And um, the topic I want to talk about is, um, bro, they really trying to remix American history right now. Like, for, I want y'all to see my eyes. They, really? Y'all trying to rick -a -rick -a -rick -a -rick remix goddamn American history? Y'all trying to... Uh, Pete Diddy, American history, uh, uh, American history. God damn. Oh my God, bruh. The irritation. And it be it be plenty of people out there that be trying to remix it like a mug. But we're gonna talk about one example. And bruh just making it apparent. John Lugizamo, Lugizamo, whatever the hell your name is, bruh. Now, you play in some good movies I like. You know, you play in the menu, you feel me? Actually, he's a pretty good actor. But is he acting with this bullshit trying to remix a, a, a American history? He basically saying that his people, Latin, I gotta say Latin, because he's saying he Puerto Rican, and one day he 
El Salvadorian. The next day, he is uh, Cuban. And then the next day, he Colombian. Is this nigga a, a chameleon of Latinos? Oh, my God. He the Latino chameleon here. Or chameleon, whatever the hell you want to call it. God damn, your own daddy, Alcid June, was like, bro, ain't Puerto Rican. Bro, Colombian. Then he had the nerve to say that Latin Americans, not only he says the oldest, oldest ethnic group in America, he had the nerve to say that they built this nation, which we know it was built off of, let's be real, slavery, and who was enslaved? Us black Americans. You feel me? We built this nation. So stop the cap. Then he tried to say that Latin Americans fought in every war in America. And I mean, like, okay, uh, you might have a point there, but they were fighting on the losing end at first because that's how, like, you know, Texas, California, all them, you feel me? Mexico, they fought in the, the, the war, the Revolutionary War, bruh, and they lost. Okay, I see what you're trying to do there, bro. You trying to make it seem like, yeah, we fought, we fought in every war that America had, and like we was on the American side, but bro, stop the bull malarkey, bro. I cannot believe this, bro. Johnny, man, Johnny Ligo. What? I'm gonna call you Johnny L Lugizami. Right now, you're just like a loogie right now. You're <laughs> spewing that bullshit. Golly. And the thing about it that's the most craziest to me is that he's going on so-called reputable news sources. MSNBC. He went on some other stuff. That he's spewing these blatant lies. On these networks, trying to remix American history. Like, come on, bro. Latin America, y'all. Latin people. And I ain't gonna say it's all y'all, because it ain't all y'all. But John Lugazamo is kind of being y'all representative because he's saying this shit because he's getting a show for himself talking about the greatness. Of Latin Americans, which is all cool and dandy. I ain't got nothing wrong with that. But don't try to bullshit and say that y'all built this goddamn nation and all that, trying to knock us out as black Americans of what we did for America in our history, in American history. Nah, dog, we ain't having that, bruh. We ain't having that. And he's spewing this shit because he's getting the show. And then also, let's be real, reparations talk is getting more prominent. We're getting numbers. So then it's a way they could kind of backdoor in a sense. Oh, yeah, we built it too, bro. We need our change. We need our reparations too, bro. We was in the, in the slave shit and all that. Johnny! Lukizamo! Legasmo! Where the hell you call yourself or whatever... Transracial Latin group you want to be at what day? God damn. 
Stop with the goddamn BS, bro. How dare you say this blasphemy, bruh? Oh my god, man. And bruh said it with confidence. Yeah, you know, man, we're the, oldest, we're the oldest ethnic group. And then they're like, we built this nation. Think about it. It's like, I know you're not, I, I know damn well you're not saying that bullshit. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they had these goddamn reputable news sources. I'm going to put them in quote. You feel me? Have him up there. He got no pushback. None. How'd he get on here saying he going to spew this BS? Like, seriously. How? You're trying to remix American history, bro. It's getting more prominent and prominent. Golly, bro. Oh my God. Nigga, stick to, stick to just, bro, stick to acting, bro. I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to pivot into like the political game, political sphere. A lot of y'all trying to pivot into that too, man. You know what I mean? Just pearly things, Adam 22. I see what y'all doing. Y'all know, y'all, I see it. But y'all, man, stop, stop with the cap, bro. Stop putting out false information. You know it's false information. <laughs> like, bro, it's so evident as false information. I can't believe he spewed that shit. Oh my god, bruh. I'm like, man. I I just I see the full gazy stuff going on. And I see what they trying to do. They trying to promote the show and they trying to get some eyes on the show, and then they trying to be like, yeah, actually, it was Latin Americans that built the nation and built it, and it's like, they trying to convolute shit, because it's like, you know, no, y'all didn't build the nation, bro. Now, y'all doing some of the back-burning grunt work as of now, because, you know, through immigration, y'all coming in, and then y'all got to do, like, the farm working jobs and shit. And it's kind of effed up the conditions y'all going through. That's effed up. You feel me? You know how I know it's effed up? Because us as black Americans had to go through that for free! Man. You could have easily avoided this wrath, bruh. Johnny boy. Gorge. Here's Johnny. Yo, we cash. Could have easy boy. You could. Yep. You could have been like us, 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 uh, brown and black people build this nation. Now we would have been like, oh, okay. I don't know about that. But then we'd be like, okay, we see you trying to do you trying to the black and brown correlation. Which I don't know, man. I'm seeing and, and this the thing where it's like this black and brown correlation because I see a lot of black politicians and black people that's up in like prestigious uh places and spots and jobs and stuff like that. A lot of black people, and we don't know if they black Americans or not, who the hell knows, but they consider black people. 
You feel me? They have this black and brown correlation. But when it comes to the brown side, they always is about just us brown people. They never include black people. Crazy, right? John Leguizamo did this shit. Right here. Trying to remix American history, bruh. God damn. I'm like, bro. First of all, figure out what lat Latino you is first. What Latino you trying to be, bro? <laughs> like, which one, bro? Every other week you a different one. The many faces of John Latino Zigamona. Where the hell you want to say his name? Hell, is that even his last name? Lagazamo? Might be Morales. Jesus Christ. Might, I don't even know. Shit. But yeah, I mean, we got to nip this in the bud. Y'all, we not having that. Y'all trying to remix American history, bruh. Hell no. Hell to the nizzle. Mm -mm. That is BS and bull malarkey. Uh-uh. And you goddamn news sources out there that have bro on there spewing that shit, you should feel ashamed of yourself. And yes, those were a lot of left-leaning goddamn news sources. Wasn't even the right. Was the Liz F. That motherfucker on there saying it with a straight face. Yeah, we built American, the American nation, bro. We built America, bro. You feel what I'm saying? How? Y'all weren't in slavery in America. You know what group was in slavery in America, right? Can't believe you fixed your goddamn mouth to say that. Goddamn. Lugizamo. All right, man, my sources, man, of course, I just said it, news sources. You know what I mean? I gave y'all history. Factual history. Not fiction. Social media. All that. That's my sources. Articles. My eyes, damn it. God damn, man. Tired of that bull malarkey, bruh. All right, man. Enough of that topic. You know what segment we about to get into. Let's get into the sad segment. Ooh-wee. And uh, I got to talk about this movie right here. It came out in 2022, but I watched it a couple weeks ago. And uh, I'm going to talk about Hellraiser on Hulu. And um, before I give my spiel on things, okay, um, let me hit y'all with the stats, then the cast. Then the plot. Alright. First the stats. IMDb gave it a 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66%. And the people gave it a 70%. Um, I'm going to say freak y'all because I, I, I could see this. You know what I mean? This wasn't the best movie. But it wasn't really bad either. You feel me? It was kind of like you know, it could be mid, you feel me? I I would have gave it more like a 75%, you feel me? Because, you know what I mean? It wasn't a terrible movie. 
But it wasn't like, you know, the, the, the best of the best. It wasn't that. It was most definitely watchable. And it had me entertained. And it had some kind of horror moments, okay? But then it was just at times, I'm like, the acting, I'm just like, oh my god, man. Okay. Okay, speed it up. Let's get to the point. It was that kind of ordeal, you feel me? And like, you know, I haven't seen the other Hellraisers. Actually, I've seen... Well, I've seen one when I was very younger, but I kind of forgot about it. And then I tried to watch the first one recently. But it's like, sometimes it's hard watching movies when the goddamn... <laughs> when you watch it, a movie and the, the goddamn graphics and the damn uh, shit is just so bad. It's like, God damn, you know they shot this on a goddamn camcorder. <laughs> VHS ass shit. So... I'm going to rewatch it, though, because I'm like, yo, I want to kind of get into the Hellraiser series and stuff. Because the storyline was pretty good. So, let me give you the cast, right? So, Drew Starkey, he played Drew. Then, Odessa Azian played Riley McKendry. We just going to call her Riley. And then, and this, and this where I was like, yo. (laughs) <laughs> and I told my bro Kiwi, you know I told you. And, and at first, I don't lie, I didn't know who was the actor of Pinhead in this one. But when I saw Pinhead, and I was like, wait a minute. They trying to transgender Pinhead right now. <laughs> and y'all know it, bro. I was like, God damn. Pinhead looking a little feminine right now. I had the feminine garments and all that. I'm like, yo, man. Pinhead looking like is they trans transgender, bruh. Cause the original Pinhead played by Douglas somebody or Doug something was a man. You feel me? It made him ambiguous and all and stuff, but it was a man, you could tell. This one you was like, wait a minute, I don't know what is what. And I find out the actor is played by a woman. Named Jamie Clayton. So they did transgender pinhead. I was freaking right. <laughs> oh my god, bruh. They really did it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Damn. They transgender pinhead. That was crazy. Mm. Kudos to you, Jamie. You played a great war of Pinhead, though. I ain't gonna lie. I was still I was still nervous and scared when I saw Pinhead. And uh the other actor, they had other actors in there, but they kind of, I don't know, they didn't really they weren't really like pivotal characters in the storyline. This the only other one, played by Gorn Bijanek. He was Roland Vought. And basically the the uh the premise of all Hellraiser movies was it's this artifact, which is a box. Basically, it's trying to be the Pandora box. It's the box or whatever. And you got to unlock the box, you feel me, to uh, to basically get your wish granted. In a sense, Pinhead is like a effed up genie, right? And so what they want is you have to unlock it six times. And the thing is, what it is when you unlock it, you unlock it and a thing come out. And if it prick you, then basically Pinhead and its minions 
will come to get you and you're basically your soul belongs to hell and they essentially kill you in some type of gruesome way and the last person to unlock the last piece of thing you have a chance to give one wish or one thing that you desire to pinhead and pinhead gives it to you but why he's an effed up goddamn genie is because he gave it to you in a way that you don't want to have it right so what happens is it's like you like yo i want all the video games in the world and it's like pinhead be like cool i'll give you all the video games in the damn world but what happens is he gives you all the video games but your 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 playstation xbox don't work <laughs> so you have all these video games but nothing works it's like oh and the final thing too what you saw in this movie and like i said i didn't see the other hellraiser so they might have shown this but what they show is if you if the thing that they show you is like you're trying to play god so you try to play god you get effed in the end and what happens is uh rolling character he ended up finding like the last piece or whatever and once you make your wish or whatever he try to wish for power you end up turning into one of the minions and having eternal uh torture because the way they have their skin flapped up and kind of looking crazy and stuff they feel that all the time and you know some people had their mouth shown sewn up some people eyelids gone and eyeballs gone so you have eternal goddamn torture because essentially you turn into one of pinhead's minions and pinhead it's like the ruler of hell in a sense you know what i mean so that's what happens it's like either way you can't get what you want and so the premise of this Hellraiser was Riley, which was like kind of a, a, a addict, right? You feel me? She was an addict, and she was living with her her brother, and essentially her brother, which is um Trevor, and uh no 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 I'm sorry, Trevor's not her brother. Trevor was who trevor was trevor was like the first dude in the goddamn uh the beginning of the show and essentially he got murked off and this one goran character come in and he like did the sacrifice but he got what he wanted and like they put this machine thing in his goddamn chest and heart and so like he had to that's why years later he's like okay now i gotta get somebody to find these artifacts to kind of fool them into granting me another wish. So Riley brother played by Brendan Fl Flynn, which is Matt, and basically Matt uh is uh, Riley's a f up, okay? And Matt trying to help her out, and then Riley gets smacked right, and just like oh I'm smacked out my mind, and seeing this box who she got it with this other this other dude, or is Trevor the other dude? Man, sometimes these, some some of these white folks looking alike. I can't tell. <laughs> All right, Trevor, does Trevor look like the dude that uh she was trying to break down the puzzle with? But he also looked like the dude in the beginning. Did he? Did he 
trans actor the role? I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, okay. Let me stop playing around. So, they found a box. They found this box or whatever. And then, basically, uh, uh, Matt configured a box. Bam. Got, got pricked. And now he's getting, he got snatched into Hellraiser's world. Because when you get pricked, you get snatched into the world and you get killed in a, a gruesome way. So, Riley's trying to find her brother and figure out this thing. And they figure out basically everything that I told you earlier that this is like a Pandora box. It's a key. And once you unlock and sacrifice six people, you end up getting a wish. And Pinhead grants you a freaking wish, but it's not. You get what you want, but not the way you want it. So they're doing this, and Riley's trying to find her brother and stuff. And then she finds out that basically, yo, your brother's gone. Dunzo. It's no way you get him back. He's got, he got hit with the prick. Bing! You feel me? It's over. And so then they run into Gorn, and they find out, like, oh, Gorn's the one. Like, he didn't complete the puzzle, and he's trying to complete it. He's tricking. He's trying to trick us to, to complete it so he can garnish his his final final wish to get ultimate power because that's what he was trying to do he's trying to play god and essentially they're going throughout this and they get uh uh god damn it i wish i'd known what character one character one of these characters i don't know who it was because they kind of looking alike was a minion of gorn gorn or well, i'm stop saying this roland and he was helping roland out to get these six people together to sacrifice them and i think the most effed up part was one of these characters was wasn't even part of the fan wasn't really part of them just was there to be there and she got killed the most gruesome way they ripped her ass out of her back well they didn't rip her ass out of her back but her back and they hooked the ass and they ripped it yeah <laughs> Like, God damn, what a gruesome way to go. God damn. And I was like, damn, poor woman. She wasn't a part of none of this. They, she just, she was just helping out. And this kind of leads me to my one point that sometimes you got to just mind your own damn business. <laughs> Bro, if she minded her own business, she wouldn't be in this predicament. She'd be like, look, y'all cool and all, but I'm going to go over here. I ain't trying to get my ass ripped out of my back, okay? <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, man. But at the end, basically, uh, you know, the sacrifice happened. Every six person got sacrificed, and Riley figured out the, the puzzle, and Pinhead was like, okay, what's up? I grant you one wish. And she was literally, literally, Riley was like, I don't want nothing from you. I don't need nothing from you. I'm good. So then go, uh, Roland ended up being the one. Well, I'll take the wish. You feel me? I wish I had ultimate power. And what happened? At the, you know, Riley go, got away. Her brother gone. And she becomes like a, a family with um, the brother lover or whatever played by. I don't give a damn who's played by. <laughs> whatever. They become one happy family. And then essentially, Goran, he ends up turning into one of these minions. You see him at the very end. You see the, them getting him getting constructed into one of these minions. After years of having one of these tools by Pinhead through his freaking heart and he couldn't barely move. The end.
That's it. Point of this movie and the story is, don't try to play God. Because either God or whoever's running hell is going to whoop your ass, basically. Going to F you up. And don't trust a genie. Good Lord. One of the most effed up genies ever, Pinhead. Wow. But like I say, I thought this I thought this movie was it was pretty solid. It was a pretty solid movie. I like the storyline, I like the premise. The horror in it was kinda kinda eerie, kinda scary, and the way they killed that one chick was very gruesome. I'm like, oh my god. But the actors, some of the actors, their acting wasn't uh up to par. And as I'm reading this, I'm looking at the actors and stuff, like some of them just ain't memorable characters. I'm sorry. I'm just kinda just like, oh. Who played who? Okay. <laughs> you feel me? Right, so, with that being said, hey, the hair rights was mid. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. Watch at your own discretion, I guess. Once again, this was a Hellraiser on Hulu. Watch at your own risk. And they most definitely transgendered to Pinhead. God damn. Wow. Oh. Lordy Lord. Alright, y'all. Y'all know what time it is. It is meme time. And look it. I got some juicy memes for y'all. Okay, let's get right into it. And I just say, I'm gonna get some um <laughs> I'm gonna try to find some. I just typed in uh <laughs> black American history memes, and they just gave me a bunch of uh Black history memes are just memes of just black people. And, just, and one of them was, okay, it got Stevie Wonder, right? And it says above, it says Stevie Wonder. And below it says, first black man to tell police, I see shit. <laughs> I see shit. <laughs> Stevie Wonder, let's get, let's get some motherfucking hand claps to Stevie Wonder. One of, one of the top tier kind of greatest musicians ever you feel me now he's a great let's be real see you wonder's a great some be questioning if bro blind though because they he was at a game he was like damn i can't believe bro missed that free throw they looked at him like wait a minute how the hell you know he missed that free throw and then i'm like you can hear the brick he got sonic hearing he heard the clank <laughs> okay my bad y'all all right <laughs> i can't believe i typed in Black history and this meme came up, y'all. This, yes, th this one right here. And it got Elon Musk. And it reads, To celebrate Black History Month, let's look at who's the richest African-American ever. And I know some of y'all like, what the hell you talking about, bro? But let's, let's connect the dots. Let's connect the dots. <laughs> He's South African. He's from Africa. He got citizenship in America. And his business in America. So he technically he is African American. God damn it. <laughs> that's why that's why we say us, we we foundational black Americans. Like, see, you see, see what? Alright. Let me get you to the next meme. Alright, this meme right here. Woo! It has so it has Randy Watson. And y'all know what movie that's from. Coming to America. Uh-huh. And at the top, it says, first African-American to drop the mic after killing a performance. Black History Month. That boy good. That boy good. 
is Mr. Randy Watson. All of my children in the world come back to me. <laughs> Sexual chocolate, y'all. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't, oh well. Anyway, <laughs> y'all good? Y'all had a good time? Y'all learned some stuff? Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You goddamn right. Giving yourself a round of applause. Now, if they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And wow. There is a lot of in-betweeners out there. Jeez Louise. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, for my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. Y'all know what to do. Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? For my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spotify, and I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is type in The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT, and BAM! I pop right up. Uh-huh. You know who else I appreciate? I'm rocking the gear. It's fly, y'all. You see it? Uh-huh. First place losers. I appreciate y'all. My sponsor. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal about 51%. And look here. If it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass, okay? And look, I also appreciate my Reddit family, my real family, my social media family. My Reddit tears. Comment on there if you want. I'm not responding. Go to YouTube and talk. Comment over there. My tubers, hit the notification bell so you know when I drop these fire-ass uh, videos. Leave a long comment if you want. I'm reading a couple sentences. That's it. <laughs> or, hell, write a book. Put my name in it. Pay me 20% for my likeness. You feel me? And on that note, I hope y'all have a good day. Good evening. Good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Have a good one of it. And I'm out, y'all. Peace. Man, I know the trans-Latin man, John Lugazamo, ain't trying to remix history, American black history, with your weak ass. Mm -hmm. This was a This was a